Today I'll be reading from Proverbs 8, 32 through 34. Now then, my children, listen to me. Blessed are those who keep my ways. Listen to my instruction and be wise. Do not disregard it. Blessed are those who listen to me, watching daily at my doors, waiting at my doorway. Morning, everyone. Go ahead and turn to uh, Luke chapter 8. That's where we're going to be at. Luke chapter 8. This is, uh, I, I think, um, I, I haven't done the calculations and the math, but I think we're closer to spring than the beginning of winter, if we can believe that. It's, it's a, I can feel it. The earth is starting to warm up just a little bit. Maybe not yet. Not quite. Not quite. But someday it's going to happen. And uh, there's, how, let me just... How many of you love cold weather, the really, really cold stuff? Okay, you're in the minority, all right? That's just so you know. But it's, uh, yeah, when it gets really cold like this, we, we survive and we, we get through it and, and that. But it made me think about out, when you sit at our table and you look out the back window, out towards the south, down towards the, the Madison and the Gallatin Range there, there is, uh, we have a bird feeder just out our back window. And there is something that happened um, that was really fascinating, I guess, that happened on accident. At least I wasn't expecting it. Because Sylvia put this bird feeder up and filled it full of bird seeds. And after our first year of being here, we started seeing there was something growing up around it. Okay, do you know what? Okay, I never anticipated that if you have bird seed and it falls on the ground that it might grow something. Okay, I didn't even think about that. Never crossed my mind. But that's what happened. This bird seed falls on the ground, and now behind our house there, we have all of these sunflowers that have grown up around the bird seed. And I just was—I was looking at those here the other day and thinking, that's that's amazing. How beautiful it is to be able to look at that and to see that that seed and and all that that's that's being produced right there. And one seed of sunflower seed goes down in that ground. And brings up, and when that big sunflower, the, the discs on the sunflowers is about that big. And there's more than one seed on there, isn't there? There's a whole lot of seeds on there. And so just from that one seed, it produced a whole bunch of seeds that can continue to produce. Maybe we're going to have to watch that. But the birds can come, and I think the birds like to come and eat off that sunflower more than anything, all those sunflowers more than anything else right now. And it's really fascinating to me, and it's just one of those things that I've seen. And it helps me understand this, this parable that Jesus tell, tells that we're going to get into today from Luke chapter 8. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll get there here in just a minute. But if you look at the first verses to start with, go ahead and look at chapter 8, starting in verse 1. He says, After this, Jesus traveled about from one town and village to another, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God. The twelve were with him, and also some women who had been cured of evil spirits and diseases. Mary called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had come out. Remember, we talked about Mary Magdalene last time. She's probably not the sinful woman that, that anointed Jesus' feet or cleaned Jesus' feet off. But we do know about her is that she had seven demons in her, and those were cast out here. Joanna, the wife of Chusa, the manager of Herod's household, Susanna, and many others. These women were helping support them out of their own means. Okay, now let's take a time out here and let's walk through this a little bit. Because what happens here in these verses is, is fascinating to me. Because Jesus is going with his apostles there and he's proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God from place to place to place. And we talked about what that good news is, right? We talked about that. 
He's going to heal the sick. He's going to preach forgiveness of sins. He's going to, to restore sight to the blind, rescue the, the perishing. All of those discussions that Jesus has given is that's what he's going around and he's sharing with, with village after village after village after village. And people are excited because they're hearing a message of hope, not this, don't do, don't do, don't do, but they're hearing this message of hope, that the future is going to be better than the past if we put our faith in this guy and we follow this guy. Now, the question comes up, how on earth are they able to do this, just walk around and, and continue to eat and continue to do all that? Because apparently Jesus has left his carpentry job But you notice that there's some women here that are financing it. All right, ladies? Woman power, here it is. This is what's happening here, all right? That's it. Is These ladies are financing the ability for Jesus and his apostles to go around and to spread the message of, of the good news of God. Okay? That's, that, I think we should call time out and think about that a little bit because it says a couple things about them. That these women are financing it. And some of them are people of means. You know, some of them are people of means. Maybe some of them are, some of them aren't. But they're all doing things in order to make sure that the kingdom of God advances. And you see, it says that these women who had been cured of evil spirits and diseases, these are women who had experienced the darkness of Satan and they didn't want anybody else to experience it. And so the best way to help that was to help the message of Jesus to go out into wherever it was going to go. And they, they uh, financed this. I, I find that. I look at that and I think, wow, way to go, ladies. Well done. These are tremendous ladies of faith that had a whole lot on the ball in order to, to make this happen. Now, there is a, I think there's, there's a lot to, uh, for all of us. Now, there was, there was a, a couple of friends of mine that uh, we we joke about that someday in the very near future we're all going to retire and our wives are going to support us. Okay, I don't think we can pull that from scripture. Okay, so if that's your plan, you know whatever, you know that's you know, family's got to work that out. But you can't pull the scripture out as as a as an example of that's what's supposed to happen. Okay, not going to work. But one of the things it, it got me thinking, and the elders and I were talking, and the deacons uh, we talked about this some this morning, is for us as a church. I know we, we just had a contribution, and um, if you've noticed, there was um, our contribution has been bumped up. The, what we, a spiritual investing plan, budget, whatever you want to call it, we've we've worked to bump it up about 400 bucks a week this year. Now we're going to talk about what that means because there is um, uh, that that's a just a little bit. It's not much in the grand scheme of things at all. But we wrote down here this morning. Uh, with myself and the elders and a couple of deacons, tried to think of by looking at the, the spiritual investment plan that we have with the church here. What are the things that we do in order to really bless, try to do the same thing that Jesus is doing and spread the message of Jesus around? The things that we, just out of our general contribution, what types of things are done? So let's look at these, because I found this, this uh, tremendously encouraging, speaking to the heart of the church here. So AA and NA... There's, I think, six or seven different AA and NA groups meet in our building right now. And, and they help out with buying the coffee and such. But, but we provide the building for AA, NA. Uh, so there's a, we'll get to, actually, let me share various community groups here. There is all sorts of, of, of funding or opportunities that happen. And I'm not sure that everyone is aware of this, but we've told the community, and there's some, some parameters, but basically if it's, if it's, if it's moral, legal, and, and edifying and good for the community, then you can meet here. And, and there's some, some uh, again, some, 
some things to make it so that, so that everybody has a good experience and, and people aren't left cleaning up all that stuff. And, and, but it's, our, our building is open to the community to be, able to, to be able to use, and a lot of people use it several times a week. I know that there's uh, some of the, the ministries that, that Denny is involved with, with Celebrate Recovery and, the, and, the, and the working at the jail. And if you're not aware of that, talk to Denny and listen to some of his stories. Uh, several times a week, Denny is in the jail and he's sharing the message of Jesus with the people that are there, with those men. Tremendous ministry. And uh, part of what we support is, is helping some of that happen. Um, there is a house to house newsletter. There's a minister in India that I don't, I, I do not know who this is, but the church here has, has helped support this for, for a long time. A minister in India that's sharing the good news of Jesus there. The Lewistown Church of Christ, where Russell Epperson is a minister, we help support that. Uh, Mountain States Children's Home, uh, there's some, aside from uh, the food drive, Kathy, Kathy's here, she, there she is, okay. Kathy uh, helps organize that. Chris Martinez is helping out with that. And there's financial gifts that the church here gives to the Mountain States Children's Home as well in order to help kids that are removed from their homes uh, try to find a Christian example in order to, to launch into life. Uh, Pedro Sanchez, he was here uh, this last summer. and I got to meet him for the first time. Amazing man of faith that uh, the church here does a lot to support so that he can share the message of Jesus down in Chile. Uh, VBS, that uh, we had a, a bunch of kids. I know Connie Kirkland was their point person for that this last, the last couple of years. And there's a lot of kids from the community come and participate. And uh, there's been a few times this year that people off the street have got a hold of me and said, Chris, or they don't, oftentimes don't know my name, say, oh yeah, you were Captain VBS. I remember who you were. My kids still talk about that. So a cape, I still got the cape. And, but it was just that, that impact. Who knows what type of impact that type of thing has. Uh, Whitehall Church of Christ, where John Dufford is at. There's some support helping, helping the church there. Uh, youth rally that, that we have here, the leadership canoe trip. Um, Yellowstone Bible Camp. The church here does a, a whole lot to, to um, help, that, uh, help the camp go smoothly every year. So much that I, I, can't, I can't start to even mention uh, individuals. Orphan's Lifeline. We have Orphan Sunday um, that we, we take a special contribution, but there's, there's also... Some that the church just gives out of the general fund in order to bless orphans that we'll never meet probably around the world so that they can grow up in a, in a safe, clean environment where they can learn to, to love God and follow him. Okay, this doesn't include a whole lot of other stuff that we as individuals do in order to and support in order to honor God. Lolita Morgan, being in India and working there right now, she's not up here, but I know a lot of us have given something in order to support and to bless her. Okay, And so this is just a little bit. But what we wanted you to see is just how much what happens, what the church here does in order to try to make an impact in the world beyond just here, beyond just who we are and what we're doing. And so what the increase in, um, it, it, it boils down to, about three bucks a person, somewhere in there. And, and I'll, I'll get back to that here in just a second. But what a, what's important, I think, for us to note is that there is, a, as I'm sharing this, you may be in a spot and think, Chris, I can barely pay my bills. I mean, don't tell me about trying to go deeper with God. I'm going as deep as I can. If that's the situation, great, okay? That's awesome. But there's some of the rest of us that we think, well, you know I, have, I go and I buy a latte seven days a week, and I can, I can take that back to maybe three, and I can give a little more in order to, to 
expand God's reach somewhere else. Okay? And so wherever you're at, this, is, this may be a time for, for you to think about, and these ladies that are supporting Jesus' ministry, maybe it's time for me to re- stretch and, and to grow in some of that. In fact, I'm going to switch up what I'm going to do here because I don't have near the time to walk through the four soils, okay? The, but I'm going to, so let's just let's walk through. Um, let's go to Second Corinthians because I can tell you for myself the, some of the greatest freedom I have ever experienced in my life personally is when I stepped out, when I saw in myself too much materialism creeping in and I just saw there was so much that uh, I was buying too much stuff or whatever you know, it may be. When I stepped out a little bit more and said, all right, man, it's time for me to, to, to renew my, my thought process and, and how I'm generous towards God. And um, in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, Paul is talking about the, the contribution that was collected for the gen, from the Gentile churches to take to the Jewish churches and to, to give to them over in, 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 um, in Jerusalem. And... Um, and it, it didn't go very well, is the gist of it, is, is Paul gave instructions about the collection and they, they kind of blew it off, said, yeah, well, eh, no, not, not really. And so Paul gives some, some reasons for being generous towards God here. In chapter 9 of 2 Corinthians, verse 6, it says, Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Okay, so think about that. There is that sunflower seed out behind our house, if we put up several more bird feeders, what, what do we think is going to happen? A lot more sunflowers is going to come up if we use that same type of seed. And that's a, I know that there's times, I tried once, I know this from experience, because I tried to plant a yard with using hardly any grass seed. How'd that pan out for you? It didn't pan out well at all for myself. But Paul is giving a spiritual example here. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. As it is written, they have freely scattered their gifts to the poor and their righteousness endures forever. Now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion. And through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. This service that you perform is not supplying the needs of the Lord's people, but is also overflowing in many expressions of thanks to God. Because of the service by which you have proved yourselves, others will praise God for the obedience that accompanies your confession of the gospel of Christ and for your generosity in sharing with them and with everyone else. And in their prayers for you, their hearts will go out to you because of the surpassing grace God has given you. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. And so what Paul is saying here, in essence, is that the more we hang on to things of this world, the more they slip through our fingers. I think there's a song about that, isn't there? Hold on loosely. Yeah, there's a song. And, and so the more we grab on, the more we hang on to the stuff of this world, what happens is the more it, it disappears. And, and I know that from experience, every time I've taught on being generous towards God and have walked through it, and this is, again, just me working my own stuff out in front of all of you because I wrestle with this too. Whenever I've ta- taught... And, and had the time and said, all right, let's take the last 10 minutes to talk about how God has blessed you when you've stepped out in order to, to work on 
trying to be generous and, and, uh, and give to God. What's happened, it is unbelievable, is that every time someone raises their hand and says, well, you know, I'll, let me tell you what happened last week, and it's always something that happened very recently, is, is that I was, I was wrestling and, and I thought, oh man, I just, I need to, to get my, my head and my heart right, and so I'm going to start by just, just giving more than is, is, is a little comfortable for me, and just to see how God works in this. And you know what happened? The next day, I got a check in the mail for twice as much from something that I'd overpaid three months ago or something like that. And it's not always financial blessings, but it could be any number of things. But in our world that we live in, and we'll talk about this next week when we talk about the four different types of soils, there is a tendency for, for us to, to just... Um, I know for, for myself, all those catalogs come in the mail, everything, and, and to, to grab on to say, man, I'm going to... I need one of that. I need one of those. I need to pursue this. I want to have that, all sorts of things. And I miss out on looking around to say, where can God work if I step out a little bit more to, uh, to give to him and his kingdom? There is, um, let's go back to, um, to uh, Luke chapter 8. Okay. Now, you see here are the examples we have of Jesus going out and he's sharing the message of God, coming back full circle, is that we've talked about doing some, some things like um, uh, bringing on a, an additional minister at some point, a family life minister. And again, we're still trying to figure out what that looks like, and we just want you to pray with us through this process as we, as we continue on in this. But what I see is, is, from, is God is working in amazing ways here that is, that is oftentimes beyond I can, what I can ever imagine. And... Hopefully, um, how many of you experienced that? Being a part of the community of faith here, the church here, how many of you have been, have been blessed in ways that you could just list off one after the other, after the other, after the other, after the other? Okay? I think all of us, if, we're, if we think about it, there's ways that we've been blessed, that, that someone has, has, has taken care of us, that someone has blessed, that someone has, has said an encouraging word at just the right moment. And so maybe that's where what... what what Luke is talking about when he says, here you have all these women who have had these demons cast out of them that have been pushed away. They cared enough that they came together and said, all right, we're going to support this ministry of Jesus and we're going to make sure that the message of God gets out in any way we can, in any way that's possible. And boom, there you go. And so that's a, for myself and hopefully all of us, this is, this is a time... Um, hopefully it's encouraging for us to be able to look at this is uh, that God is doing great stuff and what can God continue to do and and how can I continue to be a part of that and and be a great blessing. All right, so there is, um, as we, I got started later and we had some some other things we wanted to share, just the the different things that are happening with the church today. So I'm going to postpone till next week the uh, the story of the the soils because that's powerful stuff um, and it's that's one of my fa- I know I say that a lot maybe but that's one of my favorite parables of Jesus because it's so convicting and, and it's been transformational for me and continues to be and so hopefully um, today with our time together uh, what what I left you with is the church here God is using us to do tremendous stuff all over the world and let's have a vision for for 
continuing that and continuing to, uh, to go deeper with God and see in the ways that God continued to, to work among us in ways that we could never imagine. Sound like a plan? Let's stand and sing together. If you'd like to become a Christian today or you'd like prayers of the church, you're welcome to head to the back and we'll stand and sing together.